Hello and welcome to the latest This is the Music Meets podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by three quarters of Manchester band Shade, who have recently released their electric new single, Elusive Dreams, which is full of stadium-ready guitar riffs. Lads, thanks very much for coming on today. How are you all doing? Yeah, not bad, Good, mate. good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad at all. And it looks like you're joining us there from your um, recording studio, am I right? Fantastic. Where the magic happens, as they say. So um, before we start talking about the new single and video, um, as you know, this is the music. We attempt to try and shine um, a light on new band and artists like yourselves. So is there anyone at the moment that's been catching your eye? I think the Sherlock's new stuff for me. It's been really good. Their new album's just been like, incredible. There's banger after banger. Yeah, great, fantastic album. Um, and yeah, pumped to admit about it on quite a lot myself, actually, to be fair. Um, so just um, uh, as well, can you just give us like a little bit of background into the band? Um, sort of how did you start um, and sort of the inspiration as well for the um, for the band's name? The band sort of start, it started around like 2016. I was, like, I was in school, but it was just like a cover band for a bit with a few mates. And we just started picking up our own songs and that, and they got like a good reaction in pubs. So I just built it up from that, started doing small venues. And then um, in college, we met Ben. And I, did, I didn't want him the guitarist at the time, but he was too good to say no. Because he, he, he was came in our rehearsal room and he played yeah. my songs. Good. So it was a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, I picked up along the way, really. It wasn't like a, we all met and started. It was just a gradual, everyone joined the band. Build up, yeah, sure. And um, obviously, you've you've recently undergone um, a bit of a lineup change because uh, Dylan um, has, yeah. has come over as um, as your new drummer. So obviously, yeah. shame that obviously the former drummer left, but obviously Dylan's in now. So sort of, how did that all come about? Um, I knew Luke uh, in school, known him for a long time. Um, we used to have a little, we used to like jam and that in school when we we knew each um, we knew we both played music. So we used to play together all the time in school and that. And uh, but he had he had another drummer in the band, so I didn't really it, it never really came about. And then um, just recently he messaged me saying, "Do you want to come in for a, another jam this and that?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, let's have it." And come here, yeah, yeah. And it's so like it's, it's mint, mate. It's going it's going so well. Yeah, but different. Obviously, the the new single um is fantastic, and obviously um. As you say, that sort of carries on um, everything going really well for you guys at the moment. So who um, who would you say then is like the practical joker in the band? Um, the one person that everyone else is con- constantly wa- wondering what their next trick is going to be? I don't know. We're all pretty... Uh, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, we're all as bad as each other. Yeah. It's a bit worrying to me. There's no, there's no one who's just... I mean, Adam tries to be the most sensible, but... That was a few beers, and it's yeah, it's a, we're a complete story, mess. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like utter carnage. Is there any? Is there any story that you you can give away that anyone's that anyone's done? Uh, <laughs> we're not allowed back to a certain studio. Mate, I've been in the band a month, and I've got so many stories already. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're all ears if you want to share them. <laughs> I've been in this studio, and um, I had like a disable ramp in it. Well, I don't know, it was just quite a steep ramp. We thought it'd be good to get really pissed up and slide down it into a bin. Yeah. <laughs> and then the open studio, we lived above 
the studio, came down with fucking mental us. <laughs> <laughs> it got a bit of band. As yeah. we left, he said he's learned he's never going to have another band stay there ever again. So <laughs> we... we <laughs> Fantastic. That's it. Done for everybody. Well, what do you want? There's no, we can't get no more rock and roll than that. I eh? get barring everybody else as well as yourselves. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, as we've said, you've just released um, the new single, Elusive Dreams, um, which we made um, a song of the day um, here at This Is the Music. So, can you tell us like the inspiration uh, behind the song? So I was a bit bored of everything else we were doing. I wanted to go in a different direction. So we was just like playing with riffs and stuff. And it wasn't like we just wrote the song. So it was that. just, it just sort of come together. We was just sat in a ball jamming and it just sort of happens. A bit sort of psychedelic. Yeah. Well, it started off as an acoustic song, didn't it? Yeah, most of the songs started off as and acoustic then, uh, and then I bring yeah, the idea in. Yeah, it's just built up, built up into this, this psychedelic anthem sort of sound. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I um, I agree there with the psychedelic um, uh, comparison. You can you can really hear that uh, hear that. Sorry, on the um, on like in the guitars and, and stuff. And it, is there sort of any sort of like meaning at all behind any of it? Like, is is there like a is this song gonna like sort of start like this like the next songs that might be coming out? Like you know, like a bit of a theme behind them or anything like a bit of a story sort of type thing. Yeah. So I don't give away too much because I like each listener of the song to have their own interpretation of what the song means. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can mean a different. Yeah, it's all about how you need people to relate to the song. Yeah. So I feel like if you give what the song means, it sort of wrecks it a bit. Right. Okay. I'm with you totally, totally, and I, and I understand as well. I think that adds to the um, to like the magic as well of each song as well when it when it gets released. If you, you know, yeah, is making their own own mind up as you say. So. Obviously, as well to, to support the um, the single, um, you've released a, a brilliant video. Um, so, what I'd like to know is, <laughs> where did the inspiration come from? Then, um, to, first of all, because you've recorded it in a in a church, uh, you've obviously got a um, a reverend almost like preaching to the congregation. So, sort of, is there like a hidden message in there um, that, like you're sort of saying, that Shade are the band that everyone needs to be listening to, and, and don't worry about anybody else. That was the idea. We wanted to make it like a religion sort of thing. Yeah. Because I felt that no one's, I've not seen another music video in the church. So it would be a bit different, a bit cool. Yeah. See, I was like, religion, everyone's sort of being converted to us. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, I think you'd, um, you've got that like right over that that message there, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Nice one. Because I did get the video back and I did think this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you like when I think I could understand why you sang it because when you first start watching it and obviously it comes and you're in the church and you think, well, hang on, what's what's going on? But obviously, as it as it develops, you you know, as we've just discussed, you, you, the theme yeah, comes yeah. across quite quick, you know. Anyone, that's what I'm saying as well. Anyone can watch it and have their own sort of interpretation towards it. Like, do you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. it's going to be around religion. It's in the church, but oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, obviously, you've got um, a massive uh, homecoming gig uh, coming up on the 12th of March at the uh, Deaf Institute in Manchester. Um, yeah. I'm guessing for you guys that there must be a massive buzz uh, within the band to be playing at such an iconic venue. Oh, yeah. let's do it. Well, we were there last weekend and we went to have a look around, but I can't wait. It's going to be mint. It's going to be sick. I've never played there before, so I'm dead excited for it. 
Okay, I'm, I'm assuming you have you been there like before to see like other bands, or, or is this going to be like it's the my first, first time for all of you? Yeah, yeah. Been, yeah, been lost, yeah I've played there a few times, man. We went there, we was at a, a, a little party thing at, uh, last weekend at Death Institute. Like Clint Boom was DJing and that. Oh, uh, yeah. We went for a drink and um, we checked the upstairs. We asked if we can go, go up and have a look. But there was a gig on there and that looked looked pretty cool. Sound The sound's mint in there, mate. Honestly, it's it's class. I can't wait, mate. It's, it's going gonna, gonna, it's gonna to sound massive. Definitely. And uh, and a ticket still available or or, you, or are they close to, or, or are they gone now? Still a few, yeah. There's still a few left on the on Skiddle, I think it is. Yeah, if you go on uh, our Instagram, they'll be in the bio or on our Facebook. They'll be there. They'll be knocking about everywhere. Brilliant, and we'll we'll uh, we'll update that as well on on the episode bio as well, just to sort of you know hopefully drum up a little bit more of uh, interest. But we should be should, should have watched the video. Sure, we should know that you should be watching. Uh, you should be listening to Shade and getting yeah. down to their gigs. <laughs> so for those that actually haven't got a ticket yet. Um, what what can they expect, or maybe haven't seen you live before? What what can they expect from a Shade gig? I mean, we've been rehearsing to be one of the best sounding bands yeah. you could be. So I think we're not far off to be honest. We'll play, one, like we'll play one song, and it'll just be chaos. And then the next song, there'll be people crying. It's just a bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> They can expect an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> it's good though. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just sort of as well, just like the idea of the set. I mean, obviously, you've you've got I think it's about five, maybe six songs that you've released to date. I'm sort of assuming that they're all going to be in the set. Are they, is there going to be any anything that maybe that's new that no one's heard before, or are you going to keep that up your sleeve for this interview? Uh, no, there's a lot that's new. A lot of new songs. I think how many songs have we got in the set? It's um... on the wall. Ten, yeah. twelve. There's eleven. Yeah, yeah. So a, lot. But a new one we just brought a few weeks ago. That we're going to play. Nice. There so you we... go. Heard it. We heard it here first. Get some. If you haven't got a ticket, then you're still listening to this. Pause this interview and go on to onto Skiddle and uh, and get yourself a ticket just for that alone. So just moving away um, very briefly from football. Uh, sorry, from music even. Um, I'm giving the question away now. Um, I know that you guys are obviously massive football fans and I believe we've got two Man United supporters and one Man City fan. Is that, am I correct in saying that? Yes. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm guessing we're going to get two very different answers here. So they, um, they, I'm assuming there's a City calendar on Ben's wall. So, so first of all, um, how do you think the season's going, um, and what do you think the aims and sort of targets are going to be for, for both teams um, for the rest of the season? I mean, for City, it's just to win every cup that we can. Really, like I don't see a reason why we can't win the FA Cup. The Premier League looks like a, uh, it's going to be a good one again. I think. Because Liverpool are back in it, so it could be a good 18-19, like that sort of title race again. And uh, I don't really like talking about the Champions League, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, we're always the fifth, yeah, and we always bottle it, so we'll leave that. But for United, go on, Dylan, what's it like? Right, so listen. Because a, a lot of it, a lot of people are doubting us, but we're coming back. Honest to God, mate. Like the, the team, we just need we need to be more confident. The team needs to be more confident together. Do you know what I mean? It was it, everyone's saying as well. Ronaldo, like there was a, 
a thing that I read by a magazine the other day, and um, it was like a survey that was took with United fans, and it was like 80% of the United fans that took the survey think that Ronaldo should, shouldn't be at the club next season. But I, I think that's total rubbish. <laughs> you know? I, sorry, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laugh, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's crazy. It is, it's total rubbish, mate. But it's, it is what it is. Everyone has their own different opinions and social media just makes everything worse. I think we're coming back. Do you know what I mean? Everyone everyone has their own opinions and makes a lot of, makes a lot of nonsense. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Make up and... And, and, and what about as well, obviously, you've, you've um, obviously Ralph Ragnick, the sort of interim manager. Um, yeah. I mean, would you like to see him be reappointed for like next year? I think he's got, a, he has got yeah. that option, hasn't he? Or, or would you like for him to go completely just, away from him and get somebody else in? He needs to get comfortable together. I think he's doing an all right job. It's, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's the manager, it's, it's the players. That's all. It's, 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 they just need to be, they need to become more confident. They're just not a confident team together. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. But yeah, I I think it should be it should be at, our, at the club next season, hundred percent. Sure, and Ben, I know you said um, you didn't really want to talk about the Champions League, but I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I've I've always been fascinated with 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 City fans is sort of the um, what's the word I'm trying to think of like the the sort of the uh, like approach and attitude towards sort of the Champions League. Um, is it is it regarded as like the holy grail for winning it as, as amongst the supporters, like compared to say like Man United or or like Liverpool fans? Um, or but just sort of thinking about is as like the sanctions that UEFA obviously have you imposed on you guys over the last few years, is that is that sort of like impacted on on sort of like the mindset and and, and wanting to win that competition? I mean, I don't it's, there's just something about it like even with Pep, he's one, you know, he's top two managers in the world without a doubt. And yet he always has just some sort of mental block in his mind when it comes to the Champions League. Like when it comes to title races and that, he bosses it. Like when we were up against Liverpool, like we were on the mad 14 win streak. But yeah. it's just big, like, if you look at the teams we've gone out to over the years, like Leon, Monaco, Spurs, Liverpool, it's, it's just shocking really compared to how much money he's been spending and it is a bit ridiculous but you know we got to the final last year uh it was a it was a bad one we didn't play well but you know hopefully we can get over that finish line this year sure definitely and uh obviously as you said you've got FA Cup and obviously the uh the league as well to um to sort of battle it out for so Good luck to, to Man City for the rest of the season. So, uh, this is all for all three of you. Um, what is your favourite crisp flavour? a really good question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll give you two answers. Only because I think salt and vinegar should go on a crisp butter. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> don't listen to me. And then, and then cheese and onion. They, they stink, but they are they're good. Classic, well, classic walkers. <laughs> yeah, cheese. <laughs> Bottom fans, big, not fans. Prawn cocktail for me, mate. Prawn cocktail, yeah, I love it. If we're going walkers, yeah, prawn cocktail. Depends what crisp hold on it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, actually, Monster Munch is pretty good. Pretty good yeah, yeah, yeah. Monster Munch, you're not, yeah. Roast, mate. Roast Monster Munch is the best. What about 10 different answers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben, how about yourself? Oh, God. 
few weeks from Christmas. You said they were even Yeah, I've got a pack of the paprika crisps back there. They're really nice. But in terms of just like, you know, an original flavour, it'd probably be like prawn cocktail. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. And you, you, we are actually now going to go with, with a brand, uh, Walkers or McCoys? Oh, oh. I'm going to go McCoys, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, what, the, the rigid ones? Sweet, no, the Thai sweet chicken McCoys. Oh, no. Yeah, lovely, mate. Oh, they do the steak ones, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. The ones are nice as well, actually. <laughs> and um, what about is, what is your favourite chocolate bar? I don't like chocolate. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you know what? We were talking about this before we ended up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I'm at work and I go on my break, I just love having a Kit Kat Chunky for some reason. I just want my, yeah, sort me out. <laughs> I'm a big bounty fan, me. Oh, no. no yeah. 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 <laughs> same, same. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, can you guys remember um, the first gig uh, that you attended? Uh, who did you go and see, and uh, and where was it? Uh, I I went to see uh, the Killers at Emian Arena. Um, I was about, I was about six or seven. Yeah, me, my family just went to see them, and I ended up falling asleep after through the gig. <laughs> but uh, yeah, wake up and yeah, it was alright. The bits that I saw, I think I was knackered. But I saw the car, and they were awful. It was absolutely tragic. <laughs> oh, I've seen them twice, and they're brilliant. I really like oh, the car oh my, It was just a crowd. The crowd was dead. I think the crowd were at the gigs. It's just no one seemed to care. They're a good festival band. Yeah. yeah. A good band, like the guys Chiefs, but yeah, it's a pretty dead game. Have you been to? Mine was uh, High Flying Birds. Big gig anyway, yeah, mine was High Flying Birds. But the big show, first big show I went to was at uh, Manchester Arena. Yeah. yeah we played the... Yeah. It was a top gig, to be fair. It was it was really good. I mean, everyone knows the situation between Noel and Liam. Like, it's... Different every year, isn't it? I mean, Liam's losing it now. What he, I think Liam's smashing it, but I mean, he's. I think he's pack it in now. Uh, yeah. Be he's just doing it. Cause he loves it. And that's what I love. He, he's, yeah. he's doing it now because he absolutely loves it. You Mate, can see it in him. Do you know what I mean? Plus, he worked yeah. with Dave Grohl. That's my idol. Like, the fact that he made the song with Dave Grohl makes me like him even more. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. Sure. Sure. So, um, what about um, even like a first single? Um, or an album uh, that you bought? Uh, tell you what, I was about 10. And I had an MP3 player. My first song, for some reason, with Nina Simone feeling good. <laughs> 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 I used to be scared of the song because it was so intense with earphones and wow. little Phillips. I had that and um, Seven Nation Army. I listened to that for about three years. The first album I proper got into was Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. I was just a little eight-year-old metalhead listening to Guns N' Roses. And but yeah, I just used to love it. I, I used to love Slash and uh, I, I feel like uh, my style's based a lot around him because I listened to him for so long. But uh, yeah. He's got a Slash out, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I really? <laughs> will, will you be wearing it at the next gig? 
<laughs> and how about you, Dylan? Uh, first record that I, that I can remember, like catching me out towards music anyway, like proper getting into music and getting the feel of it was actually, I said it the other day on, um, on the radio, it was uh, Luther Vandross, Never Too Much. That song, that I just got obsessed with. I remember listening to it. It wasn't, I mean, it was it was an old song when I was younger, but my dad listened to it a lot and that song I just stuck with me ever since, do you know what I mean? Yes, sure. Okay, great, great uh, sort of choices there. And um, sort of as well, who is, like when you were growing up, who would you say was like your, you know, musical, um, I guess like inspirations or, or like idols? I think mine was a whole sort of Manchester scene. Mm. I loved at Oasis, Stone Roses, Charlatans, Seahorses, all that. Yeah. Mine's Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl, he's, he's, he's my biggest idol. The day Dave Grohl tells me I'm a good drummer is the day I make it. Honest <laughs> to God. Would be, yeah. a, would, would be a pretty good compliment, to be fair. Hell yeah. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm honestly I'm betting on it. It's going to happen, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Ben? Uh, mine were just, yeah, Slash, Jimi Hendrix, John Squire, all the greats, yeah. Fantastic. And uh, so you guys have been uh, entrusted uh, to create um, a festival, music festival in, in Manchester. We'll say at the, um, at the Castleford Bowl, that seems to be a lot of the sort of outdoor festivals seems to take place up there. Um, so you've got five bands. Um, we'll, we'll say you can be from, from any era. Um, who, would you, who would you look to put on? There are actually a few, like, like think about it, but live, it wouldn't just be records or so live bands. The Beatles have got to be on there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Queen, I mean, yeah. Queen have to be on there. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. ACDC. No. ACDC. He's got to be there. Uh, Oasis for me. Uh, Jedward. Jedward? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> ben, did any, are you are you going to veto um, any of these? Yeah, hundred percent. I am. I'm. They're just they're bands. I see. Like, like this is like live on a festival. Do you know what I mean? I put bands on, but I'd love to see Stevie Wonder live there or someone. Do you know what I mean? Someone massive like from the greats, man. Like yeah. the Beatles, obviously going to be on there. One of the biggest bands ever, but. Think about like other other genres. You know what I mean, Steve Wonder. I'd love to see him like Jimi Hendrix on. Slipknot looking. <laughs> I'm not even into that side yeah. of music when he put on a show. It's like ten of them, isn't it? <laughs> he looks brilliant. <laughs> that wasn't an answer I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had Jed with the Slipknot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you wanted um, two uh, genres of music any further apart, then I think you've just pretty much cracked it there, Luke. <laughs> 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 so um what are uh like shades plans then for like the rest of the year what 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 can we expect uh gigs yeah lots and lots of support gigs we're going to try and venture out of manchester a bit get around sheffield liverpool all of that got a couple more tunes coming we might have a lot more tunes yeah, coming. yeah 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 so we'll um, have to see I can't say too much because I'll get shouted out for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask this next question uh, and you can you can refuse if you want, but would that be like as a standalone single or singles, I should say, or would you look to, you know, put them all uh, together as like an EP? Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's it. I think it's in the talks. Yeah, it's in the talks. I think we, we're probably going to get we're gonna get another chip. Just another, we're gonna get I think we'll get another then. single out yeah. soon and then I would think. Yeah, yeah. Just we'll do something a bit different. Yeah, yeah. See what the people want. Yeah, because yeah. we've got a lot to go and I think it'd do us good yeah. getting them out. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess, um, and, and how about, like, how do you guys, like, listen to your music? Do you, like, stream it? download it um or you would you prefer sort of like, you know a little bit more old school with you know like a, a vinyl or, or say old school in a cd but you know like a physical copy type of thing if it's like it's like a timeless album i'll buy it on vinyl yeah but yeah. if it's just like old you know music. you want to listen to nowadays song, yeah new new, new releases and stuff nowadays you'd you know they're just streaming down but if, if i like it i'll buy it on itunes just like help the band get the charts and that yeah Sure, and, and 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 is that that's how you view like releasing your own music as well with like just via the streaming download platforms or yeah, yeah it's helping it? other, yeah it's helping other bands as well. Do you know what I mean? Like we want we want other people to come and stream our music and download it. Do you know what I mean? We want everyone to have we're all in it together. So if we we do it for other, like we listen to other bands' new tunes, love, love the music. Do you know what I mean? We enjoy it. We just hope it can be reciprocated, especially what you know. But, with everyone, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And um, just uh, just on that, um, I, I think you know you guys um, have got have, have got the real massive potential to to sort of be you know one of the one of the bands um, that are going to emerge from the, and are emerging um, from the Manchester from the Manchester music scene at the moment. So you know, fingers crossed that you know even of the elusive dreams or the future releases. Um, a sort of you know like one of the songs that really captures the um, like you know the public's imagination. Yeah. So now it's getting bigger and better as well. It's getting bigger. It's Everything's just the the music's taken a proper turn recently. It's just gone different in so many ways, but so much better. It's bigger and more modern. Yeah. Oops, as well, it's, it's hard to describe. We get excited to just rehearse. We, uh, we get we just can't wait to rehearse. We constantly and we enjoy it. Yeah, it's going. It's going. Mint. As um as as this as frustrating as it was uh, obviously for all of us to be locked up for for two years, um I think actually that in a way it, it's kind of actually helped like the, the the guitar scene a little bit because I think that more people have been more um you know sort of more willing maybe to to sort of try and, and listen to um new music new bands like yourselves have have you found that as well in 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 your case at all or definitely yeah. within the past few years I mean if you look at the Brits. You know, Sam Fender won guitar music. Uh, Dave, he was playing guitar, you know what I mean? Liam Gallagher was there, it's all coming back. Yeah. You just see more and more of it these days. Yeah, we've got to take advantage of it as well, haven't you? It's like we, we wrote a lot of our best tunes during lockdown. And yeah, and we also were nice to build up a big following, just smashing social media and that when everyone was still in, you know what I mean? So helps out a lot. I enjoyed lockdown, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dylan, Ben, Luke, uh, that is unfortunately the end of the podcast. Um, thanks very much for coming on um, and giving up your time uh, this evening. Um, I've really enjoyed chatting to all to, to the three of you um, and, and getting to know you uh, just that little bit more. Um, just before you go, uh, can you let the listeners know the uh, the social media platforms that you guys are on? So we've got Instagram at shade.mcr. Twitter, shadeband.mcr, and Facebook, shadeband.mcr again. You'll find if you just type in shade, it'll probably come up. 
You see, I love the Well, we got a few music videos up. Go and watch them. Yeah, that's Spotify, Spotify, just search up Shade. All capital letters on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, fantastic. We'll um, we will add them into the um episode bio as well, um, so that everyone can can follow you guys a hell of a lot easier. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> so Shade's new excellent single, uh, "Elusive Dreams," is out now, um, along with the accompanying video, which. Um, as the guys have just said, you can listen to on Spotify and the video is up on uh, YouTube as well. Um, so thanks to everyone uh, who has watched the latest This Is The Music Meets podcast. Uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button um, to receive the latest podcast straight to your inbox. Um, and as I say, give uh, Shade a little follow um, on their socials, which are in the, uh, the episode bio. Shade, thanks very much once again for coming on. Um, and I'll hopefully see you all somewhere down the road at a gig very, very soon. Cheers, Cheers for having us, man. Nice one.